Wisdom Ways is all about living from the true power of who you are. Marianne Williamson once said, Our deepest fear is not that we are inadequate. Our deepest fear is that we are powerful beyond measure. If that is true, then how can we let go of those fears and become one with our authentic power? Speaking from personal experience, insights, and stories of awareness, Richard Schultz, spiritual healer and guide, invites you to take a courageous journey with him to finally let go of your deepest fears and embrace inner power beyond measure. Get prepared to travel to the inner spaces that will expand your awareness, freedom, and mastery of life. Hi, and thank you so much for tuning in to Wisdom Ways to Living from Your True Power. I'm your host, Richard Schultz, and we've been taking a journey to understanding how you can plug in to your authentic power and stop your energy leakages. Thank you for taking this journey with me. If you've not listened to the previous podcasts, I invite you to go back and have a listen. They will give you some of the background understanding of this important work so that you'll be able to more easily become aware of your own shadows that you have yet to shine light on and embrace. At the start of this podcast series, I laid some of the foundations for the deeper discussions we are having now about wholeness and how becoming whole is the path of our soul. There is a perspective and possible decision we can make for any of our life experiences, no matter how painful they were, that will set us free. We can choose to forgive and let go of old, limiting stories of separation and pain and claim the higher path of our soul. There is a wisdom in the universe that is always pointing us to wholeness if we only choose to be aware of the signs and follow them. With each step in the direction of our wholeness, life becomes a little easier and a whole lot more joyful. This work is simple, but it is not easy. It is not very easy to identify what shadows are running amok in your life because these shadows have many faces or mirrors. I have personally worked at this for a lot of years and still get caught in my ego stories and step out of integrity with everything I'm telling you about here. Each time a new shadow element is confronted, the subconscious wounded child that is associated with that shadow element emerges in full force. You can recognize these lost or rejected parts by the charge you have against them or their mere in your world. If you are projecting onto others with a lot of negative energy, or you're spending a lot of energy trying to avoid something or fight something, then you are dancing with a shadow. If you are feeling stuck in your parts of your life, whether it is about your health, wealth, self-esteem, spirituality, or in your relationships, then there is likely a shadow there. There is also a fantastic opportunity to grow and expand when you bring that shadow into the light. It's funny. One moment we can feel one with the universe, feeling full of love and taking responsibility for how we've created our life and attracted experiences in order to grow and expand. Then, suddenly, no matter how awake we think we are, someone does something to us and we can be in this uh, emotional drama that just won't let go. Even when you've seen all the benefits and wisdom of working with embracing shadow, when a new shadow emerges, the ego will try to convince you that this time it is all about the other person and has nothing to do with you. 
Nope. This time you've truly encountered a truly bad person and it's all about them, not about you. The problem is, in these cases, you are the one that is triggered. You are the one that has at least stepped out of peace with yourself or them, if you've not actually gone to war. When you are lost in a charge or a trigger, then you are on the cusp of waking up to a new shadow that wants you to embrace it. But that will take a conscious decision to do the inner work and fall back in love and acceptance. It is a practice of peace. So what triggers you? In what situations do you seem to lose control and step into an emotional drama that projects qualities onto someone else? What mirrors of relationship are following you around? Shadow reflections will never leave you alone until you turn, turn towards them and embrace them. When you do, they will set you free and give you access to power that has always been out of your reach until then. This is not ego power, but a greater power that comes from being whole, in alignment with your soul. In this podcast today, we're going to explore the shadows of justice and injustice. I've picked this topic because it represents an energy that is playing out big time in our world today. Yes, individually most of us are caught up in some form of this shadow projection, but I would say that this one is rising up in the collective consciousness of humanity. It is a catalyst for great positive change, or, kept in the shadows, it may be an energy that coaxes humanity into greater chaos and destruction. I feel this is one of the major shadows entwined in what we perceive as negative in the world today. I suspect that even terrorists feel that they are fighting for some kind of injustice in their own minds, just as we want some form of justice for their injustices. Justice, in its evolved state, aims to discover and discern the truth in circumstances and find a balance. It does not make assumptions and projections. In a less evolved state, or from our shadows, it becomes a mechanism for vengeful punishment or reward for perpetrators, victims, and martyrs. True justice, in this case, is not served. People still carrying their inner wounds can easily fall into the ego tricks that polarize this energy of justice into extremes of light or dark, rather than a spectrum of choices. From our wounds, rather than administer justice, we become an instrument of perpetuating injustice, or we take up the war against injustice that, in the end, just wears us out if we've not owned the injustice within us. I would contend that a vast proportion of people in our world today are feeling some form of injustice and are getting angry. People are angry at an unjust world and broken promises. The rich are getting richer and the poor poorer. Politicians and governments are seen as corrupt. Multinational corporations are exploiting labor or moving abroad, taking jobs with them. The danger of terrorism and crime seems to be everywhere. There is racial tension. The wars on cancer and other diseases are failing as our health care systems are also failing. Even the weather is unjust as climate change threatens our economies, our livelihoods, and maybe our very existence. Look at all the drama here. Look at all the fear. 
There are lots of reasons to pick up your sword and fight against injustice in this world of ours. Are you carrying a sword to fight injustice in the world today? Are you in a war against an ex or a neighbor or an employer or the government? Are you carrying the sword of truth with us? Or is the sword held by an inner wound or child which is more about revenge? Are you in your heart or your head? Are you fighting a war with yourself, with guilt, shame, and criticism permeating all of your thoughts? One way to tell if you're serving justice or perpetuating injustice is by how you are feeling about the situation. If you have a huge charge or emotional reaction in the cause you're fighting for, then it's likely that you have a shadow here. If you're operating from shadow, then your cause may be clouded and you're not actually serving truth and justice. Instead, you may be working from blame, judgment, betrayal, shame, victim, or even the martyr. When you're coming from energies like this, then true justice will never be served. You may have a sword, but it is held by a lie. It is force, not true power. About a year ago, I was working with a woman that I knew very well and had been helping her with discovering and embracing many shadows. Each time a shadow emerged and was embraced in our sessions together, she had amazing transformation. In one of our sessions, we were both surprised and shocked by a shadow that suddenly emerged. It was a shadow of injustice. This woman hated injustice in the world. At an early age, she made her unconscious oath to become a warrior and fight injustice. This warrior was so much a part of her identity that years after working with her, I had never seen how this was actually a shadow energy that was draining her of her life force. I noticed how polarized and triggered she was on certain causes, and I noticed how she attracted people to fight the fight all the time. It was exhausting her, but she could just not let go, and she could not win. Just like all shadows, when they're first discovered, there was a huge resistance when I suggested that she embrace injustice rather than fight it. This whole concept seemed crazy, especially being so identified with the warrior as she was. We're going to take a short break right now. And after the break, I'm going to continue the story of this woman and the shadow of injustice that was alive in her reality. I'll share with you the roots of the shadow for her and how she embraced the energy of injustice and transformed this energy to get the gifts it had for her. You're busy. Your life is hectic. But if you take just a few minutes every day for yourself, you can improve your relationships, health, success, and self-esteem. All you need to do is join Richard Schultz for his online course, The Refreshing Beliefs Method. You'll learn how to release fears and how to use your whole mind to achieve your goals toward a better life. Join Richard Schultz online today at refreshingbeliefs.com. Get back in charge of your life. That's online at refreshingbeliefs.com. Welcome back to the second half of Wisdom Ways to Living from Your True Power. Before the break, I was telling you a story about a woman whose very identity and purpose was caught up in fighting injustice. 
The problem, however, was that the sword was very heavy, and she was getting exhausted from the fight. If she did not transform the shadows operating her sword, the sword would surely kill her. This woman was fighting the fight from unhealed wounds. She had taken up the battle because of the injustices in her own early childhood. Her mother had abused her, and her abused sisters also abused. At an early age, in order to feel more powerful and not become a victim, she decided to be a fighter. Not only for herself, but for anyone else that fell victim to a larger, more forceful adversary. Her wounded child went to war against all injustice in the world, and this shaped her life. Like many wounds and the shadows they create, there are usually benefits in how they shape our lives. In the case of this woman, she took on the archetype of the warrior and developed this capacity more than most. It was, in a sense, good for her. This warrior energy protected her through all of her life and gave her purpose. As a single mom, she could draw on this energy and push through the exhausting list of things she needed to do to help her and her family survive. This warrior energy helped her push through and find solutions for her clients, even when no solution seemed possible. The warrior got well prepared for battle and would learn everything it could before the battle at hand, and this made her an expert in her field. The warrior was beneficial to her. Fighting injustice had given her purpose and meaning. However, fighting injustice from a wound will never have lasting results because the sword is often not based in full truth. The negative ego, which gets hold of the wound, is a liar. It will push us on and tell us that we are winning or win the fight, but wins are rare. And even if we do win, there is always another enemy that will emerge from the vibration of the original wound. Whatever we cannot be with will never let us be, and injustice would never leave her alone unless she dealt with the shadow. Yes, if we cannot be with injustice, then it will never let us be. We will never be at peace fighting injustice, but we can find peace by embracing it. This is the paradox of the shadow. In our session, the woman in my story healed the original wounded child through forgiveness. She let out and let go of her anger, disgust, resentment, blame, and judgment towards injustice. She forgave the injustice that was done to her. She realized how creating this shadow had helped her survive early in life and then helped her be to be successful in her business and manage being a single mom. She became a lioness with a mission, and it was a strategy that worked, at least for a time. But there is always a time in our life where the shadow must be reabsorbed into us. The shadow part of us has an expiry date. If we don't embrace it, then the energy drain and the projections will get so intense that we cannot bear them anymore. The shadow will eventually bog us down in quicksand until we free it into the light. When this woman embraced the shadow of injustice, her whole energy changed. 
In fact, she had more energy because she was not holding this heavy sword or expending so much energy in fighting others or try to fix systems that were just unjust. She could now pick her so-called fights and approach them with the power of the sword of truth or extend her hand with compassion and forgiveness. Life did not need to be a continuous battle against injustice anymore. In a strange sort of way, I think she also understood that she had been treating herself unjustly and balanced the scales within herself too. As I sat in that session with the woman, I did not think I personally had a shadow of injustice that I had disowned. However, a few months later, I found myself in a huge emotional battle with my landlord. When I investigated the emotional triggers within me, I realized that I was feeling that I was being treated unjustly by her. She was not being fair and just with me, and I was angry. There's nothing wrong with being angry. It is a natural emotion, as we've discussed in other podcasts. But I could not let it go. And it was over the top. I was furious. Eventually, I went into my own shadow process and embraced my own shadows of injustice and broke the mirror of my landlord. Okay, there was an actual physical mirror that I could have broken of hers. But that's not the mirror I'm referring to. I broke the mirror of relationship by forgiving and letting go of that energy and the feelings of blame and judgment of her. From this position, I was less triggered when I had a conversation with my landlord and did not take things so personal. I had a different choice and flexibility available to me in my negotiations with her. I could play hardball within my power, or I could let go with a different, powerful choice. As it turned out, I needed to do a little bit of both, some hardball and some letting go. Owning a shadow does not mean that you're a doormat that people can walk all over. Sometimes it means to stand in your strength and really get nasty, in a sense, uh, out of love. There's nothing wrong with fighting injustice in the world. It is a noble and honorable cause. However, when we are coming from the truth, justice is more likely to be served and it comes easier. Years ago, I took some people to court who had been stealing from my aunt. It was the right thing to do for justice. It took time and energy, but it was not draining, and there was no feelings of revenge or punishment and no attachment to outcome, only to firmly hold truth and ask the judge to stand in justice for my aunt and balance the scales. It turned out to be an easy win because I was in this energy of justice, true justice, and truth. How about you? Are you fighting against injustice? Be honest with yourself. Are you serving justice from the wholeness within your open heart, or fighting to get it from an ancient wound? Are you separate and distant from the energy and truth of justice, or does it live in your every thought and action? Do you hold on to your victim because you've been treated unjustly by others or have you forgiven and let go? Do you get attached to being right or are you in search of the truth? As I said earlier, 
There's a strong sense of injustice brewing in our world today. Are you adding your energy of injustice to the world and therefore strengthening its hold on us? Or are you sending love and compassion because you've dealt with and forgiven your own wounds of injustice? If you'd like to start the work of identifying and transforming your shadows of injustice to become free and powerful, then please contact me. If you're stuck somewhere in your life, then you'll benefit from discovering and embracing the shadow behind it and claiming the power it has for you. It will stop the energy leakages. If I can serve you on your journey to being whole, then email me, ring me up, or make an appointment with me. You'll find me at www.wisdomways.net Thank you for tuning in to Wisdom Ways to Living from Your True Power here on the TLRstation.com powered by Tenacious Living International where it is all about living outside the box. Have a fantastic day. Are you ready to claim your authentic power? Visit www.wisdomways.net slash power to gain instant access to Richard's free video course on being powerful. And if Richard said something today that truly impacted you and you'd like to talk with him further about it, please connect with him directly at 403-247-8042. Thanks for listening to Wisdom Ways. Have a great day. Talk with you next week.